All right. And we are live. Apologies for being late. <laughs> we got to pay some bills first. So, um, hello. My name is Barry Eversley, a.k.a. Lord Cognito of the Iron Lords podcast. I'm part of the Inner Circle Network, and I'm applying for PAX East 2018. Ah, this is David Johnson, King David of the Iron Lord Podcast, Lord King David of the Iron Lord Podcast, in association with the Tick Network. This is my video. Uh, uh, oh man, what you applying for? <laughs> this, is my, this is my video submission for PAX East 2018. Ah, I knew I was gonna mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did you guys hear me? Yeah, I gave you. Yeah, we get it. All right, all right. So it's, it's my turn. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> Hello, my name is Arliss James Lewis, a.k.a. Lord Addict of the Iron Lords Podcast. I am part of the Inner Circle Network, and I'm applying for PAX East of 2018. So let me in. Where'd your face go? He just he slid it to the side. <laughs> I'm not, no, I, I'm not on there? Like, what's going on? No, 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 no. You're fine, you're fine. You're fine. Click, click. When they talk, click that actual box so it only shows their face. Okay. Hi, my name is Brian Anduhar, and I am Lord Sovereign of the Iron Lords podcast, and I'm part of the Inner Circle Network, and I'm applying for PAX East 2018. You might yeah. want to test the light on, man. You could be anyone right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the bills have been paid. Uh, <laughs> and the camera's uh, off. Man. And the camera's <laughs> off. And don't forget to drink responsibly Iron Lord's beverages. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. And we are live, officially. Welcome to the Iron Lord's podcast, episode number 49. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. We've got Sony CEO changes, Nintendo Switch success, a Red Dead Redemption 2 delay, and Sea of Thieves to discuss, so we're going to get right into it. So let's introduce the four horsemen of gaming and those usual suspects at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, and the how of the young he wolf. Left. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Shot him out anyway. He's been gone. <laughs> Lord Eddie. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> I left the building. And of course, we've got our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single-player selfish experience, offline profile, Illuminati. My man, Lord Sovereign, how are you doing, sir? Doing fantastic. Had to scramble there to find the Iron Lord shirt. You know, I forgot we were going, <laughs> we were going live today. So. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Whoa. This is just a great show. We're just starting off a fan. It is. <laughs> and it's down. Just the two of us. Ooh, we and can make it course. if we try. <laughs> oh, there you go. You back. You back. 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 No, you back. I don't know. It didn't you like what you were saying. As you, as you were saying. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, I had to go search, go running for the Iron Lord's uh, shirt because I didn't have it on. I completely forgot. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. No and had to get pretty for the camera, you know. Got to get fresh. <laughs> get fresh. I, I respect that. And, of course, we have the Access Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions and demands nothing less than that premium experience. Ooh. Beloved. Lord King, how are you doing, sir? 
I am doing fantastic. What's going on, everybody? Um, <laughs> last night in combat sports, it really wasn't a boxing night. They had that HBO crap that I was talking <laughs> about, and I did not tune in. I'm sorry. I would watch two rats fight in the street than watch that HBO crap. Um, but <laughs> I heard with. Yeah, I heard the UFC had uh, a knockout drag out, but one person was being dragged out and knocked out. <laughs> I would have loved to tune in for that. Listen, next time tweet me. Let me know if the beatings is going down so I can tune in because I definitely would have loved to watch that. Um, also, <laughs> Lord Sovereign, again. Hello. Um, also, we have, uh, I think I have five large T-shirts and two small T-shirts. Uh, available. Hit me in the DMs on Twitter, and so we can facilitate getting those out because that is the last of the this batch, actually. All right, so this is the the sample batch. So you'll be down with the original Iron Lord T-shirts, and the next one will be the E3 T-shirts. We'll uh, definitely go out to all the packs. I think packs is first, right? Yeah, packs first. We got packs. Up. So yeah, so then. So then the PAX t-shirts will be uh, next up to bat, and um, the E3 t-shirts will come in a, a variety of colors. So nice. uh, hit me in the DMs for that. No doubt, no doubt. And of course, it is Lord Cognito here spreading that gaming realness on the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So let's get into what the Lords have been playing this week. Lord Sarv, what you been touching, man? What's been going on in the games? Not too much, actually. Like, I, I finally got to play Celeste. And, yeah, that's a great little platformer. Like, it really mm. is. Like, the mechanics of it uh, where, like, you get different dashes. So you get a dash, and it uh, it allows you to sort of uh, kind of jump in midair and go in different directions. And there's a grapple thing where you grapple onto walls. So, I mean, once they start incorporating all these different mechanics into the game, it really gets kind of devilishly uh, difficult. And it has a bunch of little cool options. Like if you want to make the game easier, you can literally like slow the game down and you'll be in slow-mo and you can like redo, um, redo certain jumps and stuff that you failed. Um, the story's pretty cool. I know uh, Kaibatsu finished it. I'm not even anywhere near that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a very cool little game. And uh, I think Night in the Woods came out. I haven't picked that up, but I want to pick that up for the Switch because I know I didn't play it on the, on the big console, so I want to pick yeah, it up. For I'm hearing Switch. good things about that, Celeste. I mean, shout out to uh, Ren. I believe he had, um he was like, it's low-key, his 2018, like, game of the year already. Like, he, people are pumping it up, like, yeah. big time. It's a, it has that it has that sort of Meat Boy thing where, like, you die – but you come right back into it. So it's not like a frustrating death where you have to wait around and you're like, man, oh, okay, you do it all over. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it throws you right back in there and it'll throw you right back in on the screen that you were because it's basic, it's screen based. So you go one screen, there'd be a, kind of like a little a puzzle you have to solve in that screen to move to the next one. Mm -hmm. And then there's different ones where they, you know, there are different secret ones that you can find that'll give you power ups and stuff like that. But it's all screen based. So if you die mm -hmm. on that screen or if you turn it off there and save there, it'll be right on that screen. So it's not like you're mm -hmm. ever too far away from like a quote-unquote checkpoint or something like that so that's good because it keeps you engaged <laughs> and not not angry <laughs> yeah that's what i heard that's what i heard lord king what you been rocking what you been playing this week? oh man all right so um the monster hunter crap and um <laughs> oh, no. which we, we uh, know since last week you're such a tremendous fan well, I'm waiting for uh, my boy Chris to get it. Um, once once Chris gets it, then, you know, because uh, usually you'll power through something if you're powering it through with somebody, I guess, you know, some one of those 
things. Um, but I've been playing Destiny uh, with that update that came out, and I uh, the Iron Banner was out here, so uh, my man is definitely lit with all the Iron Banner new clothes, and nice. I'm liking the direction that they're going in. Yeah, so they're working hard on it, and they're trying their best. You know, is it a little too late? I probably think so, to be honest with you, because I find myself in the middle of playing Destiny, craving for some PUBG. And we got our chicken dinner. Shout out to Cole this week. Uh, we got our chicken dinner. Me, Hot Monkey's loving, be playing all the time, you know, and Chris. So, and Monkey Punch, shout out to Monkey Punch. Monkey Punch, Punch, yeah. Punch, Yeah, he was in there on that chicken dinner. So it was definitely a good move. Um, is this Switch game that's coming out called Dandra? Mm-hmm. Um, that game looks amazing to me. It's mm. uh, a back, a black protagonist. Uh, she is fantastic. It hops around like Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just looked. It's from Long Hat House. Uh, and it, it just looks incredible to me. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't play my Switch that much. Uh, when I do, I really play the first-party big uh, AAA titles, but this one game actually looks really good to me, so I wanted to know if you knew about it or something like that. Or, no, I haven't really heard too much about it. What's the, what's the, give me break that name down again. It's, it's called Dandra, D-A-N-D-D-A-R-A. Uh, I've never heard of it. I'll be on my I'll be on my dizzle with it, Switch. It so looks kind of surprised. I don't know about insane. it. Insane, like it looks really insane. Frog, what up? Los Sinister, what up in the chat? See bad people. Nick Fury, oh, man, the chat is lit. That's what's up, man. That's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll, I'll definitely look. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying Destiny Two is dead, Anchor. I'm saying that. Um, how many times can you allow someone to mess up before you just say uh, enough is enough and you try to fight it, you know, fight through it and you try to, you know, listen to what other people say and, and dismiss it, but you really can't because a lot of their points are super valid. Is You can't say to anybody who, uh, you know, was playing it and said, are they sick and tired of every time they turn around, they mess up this part or they do this part wrong. Listen, there was a ghost that was 3,000 glimmer. There was no way for me to get 3,000 glimmer to get this ghost unless I purchased it. So I was like, man, you right back at it again. Like, you you really can't get it straight. You should have gave me the ghost. You should have threw the ghost in my pocket and was like, yo, do that, man. Take that with you. You got like 3,000 hours. Go do that. But yo, no, they didn't. No. I feel you. Shout out to the finest in the building, the saltiest podcast repping. I see Punkus in there, Nick Fury and the crew. Hey, relevant. And there was going my on. Guys. That's what's up. Yeah, salty. Oh, hit me, hit me back in the day. I, I don't know if you hit me in the DM. Hit me back in the DM, Salty, so we can see if you can make that happen. No doubt. So, yeah, man, I mean, for me, it's been kind of similar to Lord King. I mean, I've been touching Destiny since the uh, latest update, getting a little Iron Banner going on. I am banana. <laughs> been rocking yeah, it, trying to, get, trying yeah. to get the ornaments going. Didn't, and stuff didn't like it mean you jump on like one day? Yeah. It was one day, right? One day we rocked out. We rocked out, and uh, yeah. Monkey was in there. And um, yeah, I've been messing with that switch. Um, I actually took a little break from this to police for a little bit because I heard like I'm very close in, and I got a trip, and I kind of want to finish it like on my flight. <laughs> so that's my oh, okay. I kind of switched off of that, and I kind of jumped back into um. What you go, Mario plus rabbits. I want to throw that back on and get that. Oh, yeah. Out. Did you get the Donkey Kong come out yet? Not that's yet. what I want to get yet. back in. And, and the reason why All I started right. is because I heard like you got to finish it, I think, for the Donkey Kong to stuff Donkey to kick Kong? in. I, well, not, I mean, I guess when it release, I, I'm assuming it's some continuation of the story, oh. but we'll see. Shout oh, out to Sam okay. Tobin in the chat, baby. I see you. Um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much been it for me as far as the gaming, what I've been playing. So let's talk about that poll from last week. 
the results are in and the people have spoken to the question with an Austrian game retailer declaring they will no longer stock Xbox consoles after the recent Xbox Game Pass announcement. Do you think that this will have a negative trickle down effect on retail? The winner at 79% in a very lopsided three-way ILP poll is the no complete overreaction to the future of digital games group. Coming in at second at only 21% was the yes, Xbox Game Pass threatens retail group. And coming in at third place with absolutely no votes, <laughs> 0%, is the don't care, I'm unsubscribing the Game Pass when I beat the games group. <laughs> Man, ain't nobody doing that. Ain't nobody, nobody doing, doing that. that. <laughs> Nobody's playing that part of, the, <laughs> part of that crap anymore. I tell people that all the time. I, I'm unsubscribed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all participated in last week's vote. Lost South. So we feel that was a the people feel it was an overreaction. Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I think again, this is a retailer that obviously doesn't, you know, in Europe they're not selling a lot of Xboxes. It's easy for them to turn around and be like, no, we're not dealing with this. Like I said last week, if it was it was Sony, if it was Nintendo, they would have zipped it, they would have stayed quiet, and they would have tried to figure out how to work with it. Mm -hmm. You know, Xbox isn't selling over there. It, it, it's a natural reaction for them. And and this, you know, and the thing about digital stuff and 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 physical stuff, physical games aren't going anywhere anytime soon. There's too many bandwidth issues throughout the world for digital to be viable across the world. You know, in the next. Oh, we lost. I think he's about to drop. And, and, you know, especially with the net neutrality situation that's going on. <laughs> and listen, this is what's gonna happen. We're going to tango and cash this. Every time he fall out, I'm going to jump right in and finish his sentence like, like run DMC. He's run. I'm DMC. <laughs> ah, yeah. But yeah, what you feel about it, Lil' K? Like, what you feel? I, I just feel that, you know, um, Duke was looking for his clout card. He got his clout card up. He was like, yo, this is the time for me to shine. This story hasn't been selling stuff. I'm going to like to see his fiscal reports. But once he said it, you know, everybody was like, yeah, you know, those people out there taking a stand, them Sony stands, they was out there, yeah, we're buying more from you. Sony people don't buy games, so please. Oh, my Lord, here we go. <laughs> here we it go. don't even matter. They don't buy games. They don't. You and, 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 Can you hear me? And, yeah, we got you. It keeps disconnecting and, me. I got you. You're hardwired. What's going on, man? Yeah. No, I'm hardwired. It just keeps disconnecting me. Huh? No, what, what it is is, is you know. He's been targeted by the Sony police. They've been on you, son. They're getting one of us, son. They're getting one of us today because they don't want this message out there today. Yeah, we know, we know what's message. coming from you. We know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You were finishing up solving your, your point before you got uh, disconnected. Oh, I mean, the last thing, yeah, I just look, this space games are going to be around for, for quite some time. If you want that, you're going to be able to find it in, in a number of places. I said the bandwidth situation worldwide is not such that digital is going to be viable for everybody, not even within the next 15, 20 years. So you, you'll find this games if you want them. No doubt. No doubt. Let's hit those like buttons, guys. Let's get that. Because it's 26 button. of us, but it's only 18 <laughs> Oh, chickens. the file is coming for your neck. He says, stop it, King. 634 million software sales, bro. Watch yourself. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yo, okay. All right. All right. So, yo, so finest, finest. I want you to break it down. Because when I break it down, I want you to break it down with me. All right? Get your pen out. 
Get that math ready. It says six hundred uh, million software sales million. on what? The PlayStation Three? Come on, let's go for it, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> no doubt. So we're gonna get into these topics from the round table. We got a lot of stuff going on, so we're gonna set it off with his Mister Imperial himself, Lord King. A lot of news going on in the Sony camp. What is going on okay. with Sony? Right uh, I like to take a moment um, to reflect on. Kaz Harai. Oh my God. Um, it, did somebody die? <laughs> Kaz, Kaz Harai uh, has stepped down, forced out, shunned to the side uh, from uh, Sony. Mm-hmm. And you would think during this part of prosperity, if they sold 70 million, uh, this would be a time to elevate the man, put him at a higher statue. But just like the man before him, Andrew House, he has been pushed to the side, slide out. Uh, unceremoniously moved <laughs> over. And this comes at a particularly weird time when everybody's fiscal reports are coming out. Mm-hmm. Right? So you say, oh, the fiscal reports is out. Let's start with Nintendo's fiscal reports. Nintendo has sold more Nintendo Switches than we use in one year. In the whole lifespan of the Wii U, Nintendo has sold 14 million of them, right? Mm-hmm. Here comes the Switch that sold 14.x about a million mm-hmm. and made it the fastest, highest selling Nintendo system ever. The software sales dictate that same thing. You take one particular software, uh, Mario Odyssey, in particular, the height of the software, uh, the, the system sales, uh, it sold 9 million units, mm-hmm. right? Now, we know digital hasn't really been able to be tabulated uh, properly, so you don't, you got to say that's all physical, okay? Mm-hmm. So then you look at Zelda, and Zelda has sold 7 million units. If you do the ratio and you say at least half of those people, half of those 14, each brought Zelda and Mario, it works out. The numbers equate. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're checking your books and your balances, it, it works out. Microsoft mm-hmm. also has uh, dropped their fiscal reports as well. Uh, they don't really go into the Xbox uh, division mm-hmm. as much as you would like to hear the numbers of the system yeah, sold. They're, they're, they're and very, very not forthcoming with a lot of right. No, they, they yeah they keep it close to the breast. They playing the game. They playing uh, chess, not checkers. And you understand because you're coming from a losing perspective. Yes, we mm-hmm. all do know that Sony outsold them in mm-hmm. system sales, but we also know that companies do not make money off the first couple of years off the system sales. It's really the tail end of the systems when you say year six year seven where they start to see a small gain of profit off of these systems and usually at the complete end of their system cycle and into the next the new system cycle is where they make the the, the money back off of super old tech that can be sold at uh cut rate bargain break basement prices right so you say sony sold 70 something million uh systems kudos to them you yeah, would think that the the guy that's in charge, Kasarai, will be in line for bonus. <laughs> but he got a pink slip. And now you say, how does that happen? No, wait, wait, wait. He didn't get a pink slip. <laughs> All right. You know what they did? You know what they said? You know what they said? Because uh, he did a lot for them. He's been there through the PlayStation um Vita. He's been through the PSP, the PSP. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually helped them through their hardest yeah, times and helped them navigate yeah. wild waters. And for them to say, you know what, listen, we're going to let them say that, you know, you, you quit. Just the same way oh as uh, <laughs> Andrew House had to quit. We're going to let you get this respect mm-hmm. so, you know, you wouldn't say that you were terminated. You know, because it doesn't look good going in in this industry. I mean, he did a lot mm. for them, and I really do appreciate mm. his hard work and his due diligence inside the mm. PlayStation format. But mm. the numbers weren't equating because if you have seventy million oh out there, if you take one percent of that seventy million, let's get mm. seven million games sold in one day. Let's do that. How about that, guys? Mm. Didn't happen. Now, let me show you why. You have forty million play um, Xbox. Uh, one X is out there and X and regular S's and all that Xbox, mm-hmm. right? You have 40 million. Let's say we got 40 million. Mm-hmm. 1% of that purchase PUBG. 4 million was sold. Right. Right? That's what mm-hmm. I said. 1%. Name one PlayStation game that has sold 1% that could tell you 7 million was sold. We're gonna None. have to bring uh, Lord Piscatella back. Get on him on the show. <laughs> yeah, because Pis- we're back in the Illuminati Lord podcast again. I like to mention that the inner circle uh, does not endorse all opinions that express you know, the Lord podcast. <laughs> you, you shouldn't. But what I want you to understand is Phil Dominus mm-hmm. is in a position to change the way we view things going forward. Nintendo has just announced a game service that they're going to be doing <clears throat> in a line like a Game Pass type of thing as well. Um, so games as a service is going to be ushered into that way. How I uh, see it is, do you feel that uh, Kazurai left because the PlayStation was winning in such a dominant faction and he wanted to go out on top? Or do you feel like Kazurai left because he knew that the coming storm and the floodgates were going to allow you to see under the curtain of what's going on at Sony? Yeah, well, here's the thing. From what, from what, I'm gonna jump in. From what I've seen, I mean, he made a statement himself saying that he was stepping down. I did believe an article went out to Variety saying that, um, you know, he was worn down from constantly traveling as a CEO, desire to spend more time with his family. Now, I believe the person who's replacing him was taking his spot, uh, Yoshida. Mm. He has a reputation. He's CFO. The CFO. Yeah, He's a, he has a reputation yeah. of um, kind of being a hatchet man. Like, yeah, cut and slash. Right. So when things are not um, producing, you know, and from a standpoint, different departments in Sony, you know, he was the guy like the Grim Reaper. If he came around, you know, you kind of felt you might be in trouble on some level. You know, as far as Kaz's impact to Sony, it was tremendous. I mean, you know, this is the guy that was there from the PS3. He helped, you know, kind of streamline, make them profitable. You know, he really pushed them through the through the glory years. And um I, I understand where you're going with this looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As far as So you um, say wait, but why okay. is he stepping down now during no. the, the glory years kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and why hire the hatchet man if you're doing so good? Well, I mean, here's the thing. At some point, you know, CEOs are not gonna stay in the position forever. Some people do have a tendency to want to either leave on top or they just legitimately get burnt out. So I'm gonna take the guy's word for it for now unless I see things you know differently the only thing I'm gonna say that I'm concerned is I am concerned about Yoshida you know and shout out to uh Lord Dreamcast guy he put out a great video on this recently is that my thing yeah, is we have, a, 
a hatchet guy in now the power position, I'm concerned from creatively, like from Sony's creative aspects. Like we we understand that, like you know, they weren't necessarily happy that God of War took a little long, and you know, to come out or whatever, and you know, certain little aspects. And the thing about Sony is they allow their first party to really take their time and to dive, dive deep. So I'm concerned that if this guy's running around, you know, kind of like putting pressure on people instead of having the, the Cavs arrive viewpoint, you know, I, how does that affect them long term? You know, that kind of thing. Now, my understanding, Kaz is still going to be on in an advisory role. You know, he's still going to be, you know, there. It's not like he's completely, you know, um, disappearing. But, you know, I'm not of the mindset that there's some type of conspiracy going on <laughs> with, with this. But uh, I'll let uh, Lord Anchor and Lord Sob joke <laughs> on their feelings on this. I'll let Sob go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my, my feeling on this is this. We have to remember, sometimes we refer to PlayStation as Sony. Right. He's the CEO of Sony now. There, mm -hmm. It's a big difference. For a long time, especially this generation, the bulk of what Sony has been has been PlayStation, right? PlayStation has been what's been propping up Sony. Mm -hmm. Now, we sh we're seeing a change in Sony proper where their consumer products are becoming popular again. Their mm -hmm. 4K TVs are becoming popular again. And they're pricing high-end 4K TVs in the realm of mid-range TVs, and it, back in the days, Tony's problem was that they you it was super expensive. All this stuff was super expensive, and not necessarily the top of the line. It was always something kind of better, with less of a name. But you wanted to get that Sony name. Right. Now, see, my my thing with this is the hatchet the hatchet man uh theory kind of is sort of in play because now you're thinking about Sony as a whole and he's going to be thinking about Sony as a whole in terms of the PlayStation business. It's I don't think he's going to be as willing to let a game stay in development for 6 years. I don't think The Last Guardian happens again. Mm. I think I think something like it gets shut down. So it is well, well, while I'm not, you know, bringing out the tiki torch saying that it's all over, mm -hmm. it It'd be interesting to see the change in philosophy moving right. forward. That's my concern. So you just Very think that he's going to be there to trim the fat a little bit on the edges? He's a more you know, business-oriented guy, right? You remember, Cass came from PlayStation, so his PlayStation is always his heart. Right, um, right. This is a guy that came from business, and he's going to handle it that way. Right. So it, it's it's just going to be interesting to see how he handles PlayStation and the leeway that they've had because of the success that they had mm -hmm. moving forward. Absolutely. Lord Anchor, what do you feel about Kaz Harai stepping down and the new leader, uh, Yoshida, I'm, taking over? I'm a little surprised about timing, really, mm -hmm. but I mean, this is also kind of typical because if you're going to announce something, you announce something at the end of the fiscal quarter. Mm -hmm. So yeah. <laughs> and it, it makes sense why they're, like, so when they're rather announcing it. The mm -hmm. only thing about it, though, that is strange is this is all of a sudden. But mm -hmm. Sony t tends to do this thing where they go through certain types of phases. Mm -hmm. And Microsoft is a little different in this regard because most of them, they generally keep the same kind of mantra going all the way through. It's just slightly mm -hmm. different changes. But when a new CEO comes in for Sony, it's an mm -hmm. entirely different thought process. Right. Where, uh, okay, the guy before Kaz was a guy. Andrew uh, House? Michael, no, Michael Stringer. Oh, Michael Stringer. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A part of all of Sony. Um, his thing was that what he did was that he mobilized and got their media on the ball where they were pumping out 
movie after movie and they're getting hit after hit. They were making good movies. He came in, I think it was 2005. And so then we had, what was it? We had Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, all the <laughs> big, big successes. <laughs> no, they made a ton of money. Mm. And so they really pushed their dominance inside of the movies and TV stuff. And they haven't been doing too well in those th- in those theaters for quite a while. Right. <laughs> At least in the initial part. And so I think well, when Kaz came in, mm-hmm. he came in in 2012. And if you look at it in terms of the rest of the business and not just PlayStation, they slashed a bunch. <laughs> they, they did not yeah, do did. too hot. Like the only re- one of the reasons they're only profitable is because they cut all these other divisions and restructured and did all this stuff, which will will make your, <laughs> which will make you on paper more profitable. It makes you money because you're not. Yeah, they get ready. They get ready to sell a couple of their assets in the movie realm as well. Uh, where that, that's the, the rumor. That's the rumor. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but we'll find out. But like, yeah. I I look at it as Kaz. Kaz was at a point of just getting the company back in the black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that was his role and so now they're just trying to get things back to normal but sensibly mm-hmm. and they're going to try to expand all the rest of their stuff Right. and I think I think that's what the real point of it is mm-hmm. is they, they did give PlayStation a lot of leeway because it was making money but they also tried to bundle a lot of things in with PlayStation that did not succeed PlayStation gotcha. View <laughs> having their own programming yeah like, even when they had was it Vi- Vio laptops and they had a lot of unsuccessful things outside of you know PlayStation and stuff being profitable. Yeah, that I think that that's what the real issue is. I think what they're what they're trying to do now is just trying to get to a place of normalcy, mm-hmm. of the PlayStation isn't our only brand anymore. Mm-hmm. That's going to keep us propped up because I think, I mean, this it's also a smart thing too. Like you don't want any one product propping up your entire company, right? And yep. that when that product falls out of favor or something bad happens, you're doomed. Absolutely. No, I hear you. I mean, I hope, you know, I'm, shout out to uh, Lord Franzarelli in the chat and uh, Sam Tober. They're saying some, some good points. Also, we have to be clear like, Kaz Harai isn't leaving. Like, he's still. Oh, no, he's still there. He's, he's a like, chairman on the board, but he's, yeah. just, he's not he's not the big dog. So I just wanted to be clear. It's not like, you know, they, you know, she just come and just, ha, you're out of here and I'm this, this hostile takeover. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of, kind of know, like, when the bullets start to fly and he just got somebody up, but the stun dummy <laughs> up in his way to take oh. the bullets, you know. <laughs> I'm sitting on the board. I had nothing to do with that. That was cheap. That guy oh was God. I hear that. Hey, man. That's smart business tactic. <laughs> you see something happening. Switch! <laughs> they do that in wrestling all the time. They went Goldberg jumping the ring. He tag his man and, yo, get in there. <laughs> but that's Goldberg. No, no, no. What do we feel get about, like I said, because of now, what do we now? Let's talk about like the, the new guys taking up your shit. Like, what do we feel about him specifically? Like now, come on, like where are we at with him? Anybody can jump in. Well, I feel and, and I was gonna surmise and come up, at, you know, at the end of it, but mm-hmm. I feel that um, at some point in time, you need that type of person that rules with an iron hand that um, is going to, you know. Uh, Take the lackadaisical attitude out of the company, and, and you know people's like, oh, yo, this dude, he's he's over here, you know, uh, he's coming. Let's let's work a little bit harder. Let's push a little bit forward. Uh, maybe you get more productivity out of uh, the lesser productive uh, com- uh, parts of your divisions. You know, maybe that happens, and hopefully that happens. Uh, but 
what I want to see is software sales start to equate the hardware sales. That's what I want to see. Maybe he's there for that. Mm. Okay. Lost off. Yeah, like I said before, it's going to be interesting because this guy is a very business-oriented guy. He's about definitely staying in the black. Um, so it's just going to be interesting what he does. I mean, this is a guy that was instrumental in, like, shutting down some of their initiatives, when, like, when it came to, like, the computer initiatives with the VIO line and stuff like that, like, because they weren't profitable enough. Um, right. So he, he, he's a guy that's kind of... He's a guy that's kind of like the the, the hatchet man, and what what he would do is chop stuff up. We won't see big games like Jay Fonzarelli just stated. Do you think the big games would be back there? I don't think the games would be back I'm there. No, I'm jumping in every time you fall out. I pick you up, brother. Don't you worry about it. And when you when you hit his podcast back, you like man, hangouts hangouts keeps booting me out and then jumps right back in. I don't know what's what's going on. Don't worry, I got you. Go for it. I'm Don't. finishing your thoughts. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Continue, Lazo. Yeah, so I to me, it's just gonna be interesting because again, like this is a guy that's about the bottom line. And mm-hmm. I know he understands the importance of the PlayStation brand for Sony, mm-hmm. but he's gonna want more efficiency out of them. You can't you're not gonna be having seven, eight year development cycles, I doubt very much. Gotcha. So it's gonna be fun to see. No doubt. Lord Anchorman, what do you feel about uh Yoshida? I think he's going to be more like a. I think he's even more like a peacetime kind of ruler. We're like we're going to keep the status quo. We're going to do what we got to do, but we're not going to be like doing anything crazy like we've been doing the last few years. Like money, whatever you got. Memes? Yeah. No, no memes for him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to miss that. You know what? I'm going to low key miss the Kazarai on the Twitter. Yo, (laughs) did you notice? That cons- uh, it, it, this this is the conspiracy, right? I really go. believe that was him. Oh I really believe God. that was him because yo, all right. Let me <laughs> let's on. just think about it this way, right? Here he puts out go. a weird tweet in the day that that said he's out or whatever, and then Kaz is that's it. I'm out. Like yo, <laughs> no, no, no. The, guy, yo. the guy, the guy, running that account announced he was quitting like after E3 last yes. year. Thank you, Lord so. Anchorman. Yeah, but he just reiterated the same around the sense. Wow. It's a joke. Wow. It's a giant joke. I know, yo, yo, listen, 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 no, listen. I'm just joking around with that. I think that is so hilarious that that happened. It was just so funny to me because we, you know, we talked about it while we was playing PUBG, and I just found it. So funny because I love his Twitter. I yeah, thought his Twitter was some of the funniest, funniest Twitters tweets that that oh. that's just, on Twitter, and it's just amazing to me. I thought it was funny. I'm, I'm gonna miss him. Um, <laughs> like I'm gonna miss Kaz. <laughs> Not <laughs> you out of control. You out of control. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we'll be Lord Soft, what's going on in the world of Nintendo? Well, first of all, let me welcome everyone to Lord Sob's crystal ball of gaming goodness. <laughs> Talk about it, baby. Sobstradamus. Sobstradamus, baby. Sobstradamus. If we all go back to the Iron Lord's archives, to ILG. It wasn't ILP back then. That's when we were ILG. Get the receipts out, baby. Lord Smooth, Kid Smooth was on the was on the web on the show that day, mm-hmm. and we were talking about, mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, Nintendo Switch selling ten million, and was that something that was not feasible at all? <laughs> <laughs> 
And so we, we, we've obviously realized that that is completely feasible. So once again, if you guys um, need any sort of predictions, come to me. They're $50 a pop. Stradamus. $50 a pop. If you want correct predictions, they're $100 a pop. So, you know. Yes. Ah, they give you the 50-50 for 50 and 100 for the 100. And if you want fake lists and fake news, go to King David. <laughs> no, this is, yo, this is what I'm saying. If you want the fake predictions, come to me. And if you want a no prediction, go to Anchor. Because he's going to sit on his hands and he's going to look around and not participate. <laughs> oh, except, except, except when I am right, like this last Listen, week. Don't come for me unless I come for you. <laughs> you could be Arliss today if you like. <laughs> my guns is ready. I was just going to talk about Nintendo numbers and Switch numbers, and then, but there's a lot of information that came out this past week. Mm-hmm. So um, to start off, so Nintendo profits up like some ridiculous number, like 261%. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're back to printing money as they used to do. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic for them. Uh, the Switch sales in 10 months have surpassed Wii U lifetime sales. Far surpassed Wii U lifetime sales. Uh, Switch sales are nearly at 15 million. Mm-hmm. And lifetime, uh, lifetime. And lifetime sales, it's like, it's crazy. I think it was, it was a 16 or some change. But at this point in time, we feel and we know that Nintendo is going to start bum-rushing the competition. At this point, do you think next year that they're going to sell 20 million? I, I honestly think they're about to do that, what, before July? They'll probably be at like 20 million? Because the way the Switch, you don't even see them in the stores. You go inside the stores, the Switches aren't even on the shelves. And that's kind of crazy. Kind of scary. (laughs) (laughs) You're back? It's all good. Continue. All right. So, yeah. So, with the Switch, uh, obviously, it's it's outsold the Wii U in a matter of 10 months. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's fantastic for them. Their profits are up uh, 261%. So, I'm going to get my points out as fast as I can before they cut me out. (laughs) (laughs) So, we... um, now, when we go into the sales of games, these games, the first party stuff is really sold to the roof. Mario, over 9 million. Zelda, nearly 7 million. Splatoon, nearly 5 million. These games have really is what would have pushed the Wii U forward. And, that, and then also including uh, the indie stuff on the, on the Wii U eShop. That stuff has really held the system down in between you know, big releases and they've been Absolutely. quality games Absolutely. for the most part, quality games, all mm-hmm. of the, all the great indie stuff that's come out on PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. They're getting them a year later for the most part, but they're, they're on the platform that I think they, they're going to get the most reception from. Right. Um, and let, let's and not discount the fact that these things are, these these indie games are actually selling way more on the switch. Yeah, absolutely. On Xbox One and PlayStation Four, you know, everybody seems to think. Uh, most most people seem to think that that's portability for those games is, is ideal. You know, rather than you know sit on your five hundred, you know, play it on your five hundred dollar four K system. You play mm-hmm. it on. The- mm-hmm. You play it on the go. So what I think is where where he also was going because I'm about to cut out again <laughs> is um what I was gonna say is also which is pretty impressive is that being that they're so successful and they're, they're selling tremendously it looks like um President Nintendo he actually came out and they said they look like they're trying to expand their 
the traditional um Nintendo console life cycle for like more than five to six years, which is atypical. Like Nintendo's generally not one to kind of think like that. And um for me, I'm gonna jump in right quick on this as well, is that for them to think of it outside the, the console cycle that long, longer than five to six years, to me suggests that they're looking at upgrading the, the hardware, you know, and continue to stay with the form factor, but upgrade the hardware. And we know their relationship with the Tegra chip. And we've seen that they also are looking to improve it. They're looking out to come out with a, you know, a, a secondary version that, that's more powerful. And me personally, I would be all about that, you know, and getting like an updated iteration because I feel with the Switch, they have the form factor down. There's the something Tegra about- 2 chip that you think it should be inside that we thought that was going to be inside the first one. Maybe yeah, this was exactly. a proud. Mm-hmm. The trial run, you know, we, we we don't even know if this was a trial run and they put uh, the cost effective uh, parts inside the system mm-hmm. to go with a higher grade system mm-hmm. later on down the line if it was successful. That right. Could be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I um, think it's all fake news. I don't think they actually <laughs> sold that many. I think oh they sold God. only seven and they just said, oh, we shipped 15. <laughs> Tell them numbers it. don't add up. You know, you know what? <laughs> and, and that would that, and and that's it's probably true. It. Yo, Anchor, you know what? That's probably true, and that would make sense because uh, Zelda sold the one-on-one for the system, right? So they sold. Let's just say we go with your theory, right? Mm-hmm. They sold one system. They sold one Zelda, seven million. You sold seventy million PlayStations. Oh. Back to what I was talking about, your fake news, and we know <laughs> the truth. Oh, he left again. The truth <laughs> is of the matter is their numbers is real. <laughs> their game sales is real. It all makes complete sense. What doesn't make sense is, and when it comes out, you're going to look over at me and be like, yo, but he knew for a long time they couldn't fool him. Why they couldn't fool him? Why they didn't fool him? They didn't fool me because I'm not no fool. So <laughs> it don't Look, smell right over there. Lord Anchor, what, what do you feel about this Um, this, this recent more, even more switch success that uh, Lord Sovereign's been talking about? I think it's all a lie without oh Smash Bros. <laughs> no, but on, honestly, though, I mean, it's great. I can't wait to watch BG throw his PlayStation out of the two-story building. <laughs> wait, what? Uh, yo, yo, oh, man, last year when the Switch came out, he said there's no way no in way. hell the PlayStation, yeah. was it, was it the Switch, will sell as a 15, is it 15 million yeah. by the time of one year. Mm-hmm. What? It's like, it's, 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 if, if it does, I will throw my PlayStation out of a two-story building. Damn, Tell him to link love. that to our podcast because I like oh, to see no, that he, as well. His, 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 account was, the show. We gotta, his account we gotta... was his account was conveniently deleted. <laughs> yeah, I would conveniently delete mine too. What's <laughs> <laughs> up? Uh, still having the issues, man? Yeah, I'm back. I reconnect. I disconnected and reconnected again. We'll see. I don't we'll understand what's going on. All right, continue, Lost Out. This is your topic. Um, yeah, I haven't even heard what you guys were saying, but all right. I mean, oh, I mean no, we were just talking about software sales. Yeah, I was talking about that. I was talking about the Tegra and then how that, that basically Nintendo said because of the success, they want to go past the five to six year normal traditional console cycle. And then I started talking about maybe, you know, another hardware iteration and the Tegra 2 chip. That was my point. Yeah, I think that, I, again, I think it would be smart that they stay with that form factor. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a Nintendo thing, so you just never know. But um, my hope is that they stick with it. Um, mm-hmm. But they, I mean, they're showing success at every corner. Like the SNES Classic is sold over four million, and that's only be, there has been some scarcity in terms of trying to find how it. How many game? How many um uh, software sales did that? And oh, uh, 
It comes with and it on it, so they so uh, yeah, okay. I get it. It shows all of that, all of that. And then I, I've seen I've already seen a bunch of hands on the uh, um gaming media has gotten their hands on Labo, and most people love it. So uh, yeah. it, it's gonna be one of those things that I think it's gonna sell crazy. Everybody say the same thing <laughs> when they hear that everybody that's touched it loved it. Everybody says the same. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's coming. <laughs> I've been hearing rave reviews about Labo too. I've rioting. seen about three in depth. Yeah. There's going to be some rioting in the streets for that. I, I already know. Um, And then, like, just everything else they're doing. Like, they're finally making a Mario movie as animation, which it should be. It, it should have always been that. Oh, man. I wanted the live action drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Bob Hoskins back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, no, yo. It, the Bob live Oscar. action drunk. The price is rolled. <laughs> and then we have oh, uh, what I what surprised me a little bit was the fact that he dropped out again. Dropped it's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's back, though, he's back, yeah, though. Back. <laughs> what surprised me is the Mario Kart tour for for mobile because to be honest, like their mobile stuff hasn't hit like I think they expected it to. And I kind of thought they'd be sort of like winding down that a little bit. I mean, they just shut down Bitomo. Um, the only thing that's done really well has been, you know, Pokemon Go, and right. it's not really even theirs. So I, I kind of, I'm a little, I'm interested to see what Mario Kart Tour is. But again, I guess it's worth it to them to put it out there and make some money off of it. Yeah. So at every corner, man, they're doing well. They're really doing well. So and then the online service, of course, was the online services. It is what it is. <laughs> it's twenty bucks a year. So but I you mean, heard about the announcement, right? About what in particular? About the announcement of the game for service and the fact that by September their their games online will officially launch, um, right. so you'll get a more fleshed out uh, view viewpoint oh, of boy. what their online is going to consist of. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, just thinking for twenty bucks we have to be conservative in what we expect from it. <laughs> well, I, like, I yeah. can be conservative, but I'm gonna be angry. I, I need my voice <laughs> messaging now. No, no, I, I've been, I've been right. nice. I've been very nice with them. I've been patient. They delayed it the first time. Okay, cool. You know, I need voice message. I need some a real party chat. Like, I, I'm sorry. If you're asking me to pay, even if it's $20, you got to give me basic functionality that your old system had, that the PS Vita had. <laughs> like, I don't feel that's asking too much. We all know that that app was a failure. It's a bomb. Like, they really... Oh, yeah. Even really? the Wii had voice chat. That's like that's what the I'm thing. Yeah. There's no issue. They cannot come out in September and leave things as it is and then flip a switch and say, Yay, everything's online. And I mean, basically, you know, the friends list for all intents and purposes is a stalker list. It's just, oh, I see what that person's doing right now. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I can't I can't ever send them a message, you know, how about engage me in this game or do that or whatever, whatever. It's just so their bones and archaic and if and i'm telling them right now like besides that and achievements not being there like these are things that are preventing the hardcore from jumping on and to me if they do these things and shout out to lord nick fury from our salties we had this conversation before this is what's preventing the hardcore from jumping in once the hardcore now jumping on top of that they got the casuals we get that but now you want that serious to be that system to really be taken serious They've got to address those things, even if. Do you think it's being done on purpose, though, Cognito? Part of, a part of me thinks it's just Grandpa Nintendo again, thinking that they want a parental control better than you, 
you know, at but, the end of the day, it's up to the parent to sit whether uh, or not, you know, the child should be talking man, to X, Y, and no, Z. Nobody can par- uh, be a better parent than Jim Ryan. I <laughs> 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 uh, love Nintendo because Nintendo allows them Listen, I think this, right? And mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying that the fact that it's so successful, mm-hmm. even without these features, mm-hmm. they get a chance to cook those features a little bit more and make mm-hmm. sure that they're more fleshed out opposed to launching a half-baked uh, service and cool then it's really cool not up that. to I'm, par. Okay, I'm t- completely cool with that, but they have to be transparent. They have to say exactly what this but they're $20 winning, is. though. You know how arrogance come with winning? You're right. I, I, and that's what I'm concerned about. And I don't got I, it already. You're right. And my, my <laughs> job is to not let them keep their feet up in the air just because the money's raking in, you know, and True. they're going off in the cardboard now. That's cool. Oh, God. Get your online together. Get your oh, online together because it's, it's to no see bueno. grown men in the street with the cardboard on their back. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. <laughs> and the thing is, like, the stuff that I saw, like, these are grown, these are adults testing this stuff out, right? So I saw, like, adult. I saw Steven Totillo, like, with the with the backpack on, with the robot thing, going crazy from Kotaku. Like, it, I mean, so I, I don't know if they're selling, you know, different sizes or something. <laughs> I can't fit in one. Me and Anchor cannot fit in the backpack. We cannot do it. You're going to have to come with the triple XL backpack edition for the Lord King. And this is what we're looking for. If you want to get me into cardboard, yeah, I'm going to have to buy three packages to make a package. (laughs) That's over 200 and some odd dollars. Come on, Nintendo. That's all I want, man. I mean, because the the system is doing tremendous. It is such a success. And and just to see what they're doing and them being a player again, they just got to just put that, you know, that icing on the cake and a little cherry on the Sunday. And then me and them is good. And I have no issues. You can do what you want. And I'm all about them expanding past the five, six year console life cycle and treating it like a true handheld. That means we'll get upgrade. We can get like a Switch 2XL. You know, a couple years down the road with a more powerful chip, maybe some, you know, backward compatibility going on. I'm good, man. I'm I'm cool with that form factor. The double analogs, the whole thing, the Joy-Cons, everything about that system design to me is done well. What if they release a real home system? Because nah, be, be done. <laughs> what, what if they be like, uh, well, you know, they, they're going to phase out the 3DS because they have, yo, the 3DS is still rocking. This is the messed up part about it is yeah. it's still selling uh, software at a high rate and hardware at a high rate that they can't cut it off if they wanted to. Right. That's the, they're in a tough spot because it is successful. You're right. They are. Yeah. In a tough spot. Mm-hmm. They're in a terrible spot. But financially, it's an amazing spot. We don't see stuff like this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime type of um, resurgence because they were at death door before with that Wii U. And, um, you know, we really thought, oh, can they come back? We got to wait for the next system. And, you know, the hardcore stuck by it because when we saw the the schematics of the new system, we were like, oh, here we go. Go with these dudes. <laughs> oh, what what is it? What's wrong with them? <laughs> and 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 then, then then you heard you know just different things, and then you got it in your hand. And you were like, oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely one hundred percent amazing. This is stunning. This is fantastic. This is seamless. This, you you can do this and you can do that. Everybody has one who was able to get one who wanted one. I believe they have mm-hmm. one now. So you say to yourself, now 
next this cardboard thing and everybody's like oh come on nintendo we wanted you to do this no they're gonna go this way and it's gonna be so successful that you're gonna see at least three people on your block with cardboard someplace <laughs> around them <laughs> shout out to irrelevant he said anybody could get cardboard and print a disney pick on it that's not good i'm sorry What's <laughs> <laughs> up? Oh, you want to finish off your topic for he's me? Out. He's out. Oh, he's out. He, okay. But you know, um, in, in summation mm-hmm. of the topic that Sovereign brought up, until he shows up again, I would like to say that Nintendo has had a bomb ballistic. Uh, there he goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a great year. If you guys asked me something, yeah, yeah, we did. You may have to do a hard restart, bro. Like you may have yeah, to like, like old school it. I don't yeah. know if his files acting up. Like I, I switched to to Wi-Fi to see if it was just, just log on connection. and do it through your phone. No, it's yeah. Okay. It's okay. yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm probably gonna do that. Probably gonna do that. But yeah, just finish every topic before you go, and then we can get you back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, like again, this is just so I, I'm gonna. It's gonna be fun to see what they do this year. Um, what that um online uh service actually is, and how much they actually give you for your twenty dollars. I'm not expecting much, but then again, I mean, I guess they're in a position where they, you know, they're bringing it on all fronts. Why fail on this front? Like, why be dumb and and not take the lessons that you should have obviously learned from your from your competitors, and mm. and bring something good to the table. And then if you do, and at that price point, like. It's gonna be tough to beat. Like, yeah. it's gonna be really interesting what they do. Um, yeah, it's a good point. And, and, and to your point, the I think Laura King made a great point is that sense that now I'm concerned because they're so successful. What incentive do they have <laughs> to give us that? They're like, they we give you cardboard, we give you all these things, we give you all these, you know, non-featured <laughs> online stuff, and you like it. Are you, you still not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> I, am I can see them standing up with the cardboard yelling at. Yeah, I am worried that grandpa is looking with his feet up like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what the kids want. They don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want a message. <laughs> they don't like party. They don't want to be special. Nobody needs Netflix. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs Netflix. Like, and, and, then, and, then because, and then because they're so successful, they're gonna hear if you're gonna hear people respond to them and tell them what they need to do, and they're just gonna be like, No, I'm not wrong. It's the kids who are wrong. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, Edgar, you nailed it because they're so used to beating to their own drum. And this is the ultimate like beat to their own drum, right? They didn't follow the 4K narrative, they went portable, this whole thing, and they're winning with it. So now it's like, you know, it's like that 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 young artist who did it his way, he's selling now, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't tell him now, you know what I mean? Because he, uh, he freestyled it all the way there. I don't write my raps. I will never write my raps. <laughs> I'm gonna do it from the top because I sold 14 million from the top. <laughs> I'm just oh, nervous. Uh, I'm nervous. So it will be it will be very interesting to see what happens in September. Shout out, y'all. Shout out to Lord Sam in the chat. Winning breeds arrogance. That's that's my concern. Yep. I, I think I think you know what? It's gonna be one wild ride. Because let me tell you something. If you would have told me to bet my life mm-hmm. that Nintendo would have said, yeah, cardboard is coming out, I would have died that day oh, yeah. because I would have said, hell no, Nintendo will not put out no cardboard. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so no. It's over, baby. So we're going to move on. And uh, it's up to my topic now. 
So I wanted to bring this to the round table. We got some major, major news. Rockstar talking about that Red Dead Redemption 2 release date. Originally scheduled to launch in spring of 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2 will now be dropping on PS4 and Xbox. Actually, that's actually not true. It was not- scheduled originally to mm-hmm. be fall of yes. 2017. Fall of 2017. That is correct. Well, now we, we, we're updating their updated <laughs> release date. That is correct, Lord Anchorman. So from fall 2017 to spring 2018, and now October 23rd. 2018 is the release date. So they made a statement. They said that we're really excited for that announcement on that date. They apologize for everyone disappointed by the delay. While we hope to have the game out sooner, we required a little extra time for a polish. And then they uh, dropped some new shots and trailers and things of that nature. So I wanted to bring some to the Lord to the round table this day. And um, basically what I wanted to say is something a little different. And the question to the round table is, who needs to be worried now that the Red Dead Redemption is dropping in October? So I'm going to bring it over to Lord Aikman since he's our guest today. What do we feel about this? Who who need what publisher? What games need to be scared? I mean, we'd say we'd say Call of Duty, but Call of Duty is going to Call of Duty. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty, COD, they're, they're going to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Battlefield, if it, if it is coming out this year, we fine. I think they'll. Uh, it's a first-person shooter. It's a big enough franchise where it's like okay, and if you if you if you pull it off right, you could really you could be fine. Because this one's coming out late October. If you try to drop Battlefield, maybe early October or mm-hmm. late November, maybe hopefully early October would be probably better. Um, you try to drop early, people are going to play Battlefield. That's always going to happen. But mm-hmm. especially if it's a modern battlefield mm. uh, because they haven't done that for a couple of years now and people have been wanting a modern battlefield for a while um publishers who should be worried mm-hmm. yes. um honestly i think sony should be worried mm. even though even though they have the marketing deal mm-hmm. i the the issue i feel like they're gonna run into and i've heard people say this isn't true but i mm-hmm. i feel, until otherwise i don't believe it um Currently, Sony has the marketing deal for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. and whatever, all their exclusive games. Call of Duty is dropping at the beginning of November, likely around the 7th or somewhere close to that. And and Red Dead is dropping at the end of October, giving Mm -hmm. them about a one to two week barrier. If you are managing the (laughs) marketing, you now have to balance between Call of Duty and Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption is going to be the bigger game. And so Activision is not going to be happy about that marketing because it's going to be a little little, little weak this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't, but I think that, that will be something that will kind of come into play. But another problem, too, is when are you dropping Spider-Man? Yeah, that's a, that's a big day. That, that, game, that game is ready. Mm-hmm. I think everyone is like, that is a game that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. God, of War is coming out, God of War is coming out in April. Late, late April, so they're not dropping it in April. They're mm-hmm. not dropping it before April because they would have had an announcement by now. Then you got Quantum Quantum Dream, or was it Quantum Breaks? Whatever, it's Quantic Dream. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Quantic Dream is dropping beyond. Was it? What, I keep forgetting what it's called. Detroit. Um, Detroit. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they were dropping Detroit, mm-hmm. and we don't know when that is. I have a feeling it's going to be like early Jan, like not January, early June, maybe. 
like just outside of the spring. Oh, right? summertime like, drops. Yeah, right, right around the summertime. So when E3 comes around, they're like, okay, yeah, go buy our game. Mm-hmm. But then you run into the problem of when is Spider-Man going to drop? September. Well, that's the thing, too. What else is coming out in September? Mm-hmm. Destiny. Anthem. That's the DLC, but the Activision goes hard with that marketing. Yeah, absolutely. The marketing <laughs> will be there. It will be on the Sony stage at E3. There's no doubt about it. They, they, every but, year, yeah, it will be there. That, that's mm-hmm. the thing. And I, I think with Sony, though, they, they're, they're going to worry about is when do you drop Spider-Man now? Mm. Drop it around now, a Marvel movie. They gotta, well, that's the thing. If, if they there smart, are no they Marvel it. movies. When is, when is Infinity War? Infinity War comes out in May. was May. Okay, right. there you go, Soft. You sound good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's early so May. Then drop you got it God of May. War in yeah. late. No, you got God of War in late April. So? It's going to be right back to back, and they still have no announcement yet. Here's the thing. I, I look at it. The yeah, only I'm two sure. safe dates you could do is early September, so you're still in the summer months. Mm-hmm. And Because I was trying to think, like, what, what can you kind of pair it with? Or, mm-hmm. and I thought of this one, that would be the smartest idea, What's drop that? it in December. You drop what in December? No. You drop, you drop Spider-Man out. in December, and you kind of co-market it with the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out in December. No, it, you know what? No, no. They can actually yeah. co-market it with Venom, because Venom is going to drop before the, the Miles Morales Spider-Verse movie. Mm. So it can actually... Do we have a release date Venom? for Venom? Hmm? Well, for the Venom year, isn't it Venom we this year? year? We don't yeah, know Venom when. Yeah, Venom is this year. When is it? So when I, I, we don't know yet, they're gonna give us uh, after Infinity War. That's a bad sign, dude. Start. That's a real bad it's sign. Not, it, it, it's, you know it, they give out know, a release date like a year in advance, dude. All right. Mm-hmm. The reason why you don't have all that roadmap and stuff is because Sony's in charge. That's one. Two. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that's wrapped up in it. That after Infinity War, you're gonna understand how the symbiote got here. Mm-hmm. Why it's upset with Tom Holland's well, Spider Man, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and how it made it to Eddie Brock, uh, aka uh, what's this guy's name? Um, that's uh, you know, doing Eddie Brock in the Venom movie. Oh, you mean uh, Tom, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Yeah. So how yeah, how it got to him? Mm-hmm. So if you give the well, Sony is very poor with this part of it, like keeping secrets, because they weren't supposed to say a lot of things. Uh, they weren't supposed to say that it was going to be a shared universe. Uh, the head of Sony's movie division uh, said, "Well, you know, it's a shared, you know, uh, universe." And Kevin Feige was like, "What are you doing?" Um, <laughs> so uh, it, don't worry when it comes to that part. I think they should pair it with the Venom movie to have that whole Spidey thing going on with that. That work properly there mm-hmm. uh and as far as what games should be afraid of october yeah. every game that has a, a story base a single player uh mm-hmm. type of j- fail to it should mm-hmm. be afraid shouldn't launch in that month Absolutely. because it's going to run into the whole uh, tomb raider thing remember when we had that mm-hmm. problem with why did they release tomb raider then yes. and you're gonna have a great game go up against a, a colossal game. This yeah. game is going to steamroll. Absolutely. Let's so. get soft. Let's get soft. Soft. What do you feel now that we got the uh, the new Red Dead Two? This is your baby, think, right? Yeah, that's my baby. I mean, Red Dead is my game of the generation, last generation. I came mm-hmm. to it two years later than mm-hmm. it actually when it actually dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the game is uh, amazing, an amazing game, just an amazing world to inhabit. Um, so, so the question is, people, who needs to be scared? 
I think any anybody that's not Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and uh, even the Sp- the Spider Man, I can co- sort of see because Spider Man is such a known quantity already. It's so popular that it, it it could, regardless of where you put it, do well. But it's it's still gonna lose sales. Like if you look at Red Dead, Red Dead is gonna impose itself on whatever's around it. Right. So mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want it free and clear of anything, then you just run away. And I, to me, there's there's stuff that's gonna get pushed out of 2018 because of this move by 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 Rockstar. Mm. It's just any anything that was gonna be it's not gonna be ready earlier in the year. That was gonna be ready at the end of the year. That was coming out anywhere near this game. Now the question is, well, can we double down and try to get it out earlier? Or is that not feasible? Is that not feasible and we have to push it into 2019? Because the thing about it is nobody really wants to release their game in December. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you know, regardless of, again, maybe Spider-Man could thrive in December because it's Spider-Man. But I'm sure if you asked them and they said, well, okay, we're not going to be able to launch in the, uh, in the, in the, the, the holiday window, do you want December? I'm sure if you ask them, they say, no, I'd rather February. I'd rather, mm-hmm. uh, you know, late January by ourselves with nothing else around us okay. than that than December. Because in December, you still have a lot of people who spent all of their money mm-hmm. on stuff for Christmas that they've been purchasing and whatnot. Facts. And may, maybe there isn't enough money left to get Spider-Man for a lot of people. So um, mm-hmm. shout out in the chat. Shout out in the chat to Demigod. He said, Days Gone is getting that holiday release. I don't know. Nah, Days Gone happened. is... <laughs> Days, days, days Gone is definitely one of the ones that's getting pushed. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. getting pushed. Yeah, Days, days I don't Gone agree is with that. dead. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they're, they're, what they're going to do is they're going to be forced into a situation where they're going to have to now compete against Last, <laughs> Last of Us because they're not going to yeah. send that game out to die. Days like, Gone, you know what could get de- what else can get delayed and, and can maybe use it just to get away from the bad press is Detroit. Just yeah, get away from I all this negative Detroit, stuff. Wasn't Detroit scheduled... Wasn't it, did it? Did we have any official news that has been pushed out of that kind of spring, kind of a? Um, no, it was never actually scheduled for that date. Like if you uh, if you actually look at them at PSX, yeah, uh, David Cage goes out there and says, "Yeah, we're coming out spring 2018," and every PlayStation exec is like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, turn his mic off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it, it, everything scatters, man. Everything scatters because the, the thing is, the legend of Red Dead has only grown since the game came absolutely. out. Absolutely, but here's the, thing, here's the thing, Solve. I got to bring it back to you. Like, what about the known commodities that we assumed was going to drop October? Usually, EA drops a Battlefield generally around that time. Microsoft generally drops one of its exclusives around that time. You know, you what's you already happen? saw. It, it, well, EA, it won't. It won't uh, affect EA. them. It won't affect Microsoft because of Games Pass. Yeah, like it's free. It's ten dollars. Mm, that's a good <laughs> point. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Games Pass. And when it comes Games to EA kinda... in the battlefield, mm. when it comes to EA in the battlefield, it's going to depend on the quality of that game in comparison to Call of Duty. Mm. If if it's the same old, if it does like you know what happened with, with Battlefield One, and the Call of Duty that year was Infinite Warfare. Mm. Yes. Right. So I mean, it favored so it was it was people preferred that game so much to Infinite Warfare that it, it kind of helped itself. At the same time, it did poach sales from Titanfall. Mm-hmm. So it, it's oh. one of those things that like you can't have too many. You can't have too many uh, shooters. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, got, I got I got to stop you for a second. The chat, Lord Sam, I love you, bro. But how dare you say I'd rather Detroit die than Days Gone? <laughs> 
<laughs> How dare you come from my Detroit and wanted to die underneath the wrath of the Red Dead October? <laughs> you can't do that to my damn Detroit. <laughs> nah, I ain't say nobody said die. It's just gonna move. <laughs> I want to play that game, but hey, I mean, <laughs> if it's one or the other, you gotta die. Well, you can take, die. take the sons. Of, sons of Anarchy with zombies. He, he could go. <laughs> Leave yes. my sons of Anarchy with zombies. Yeah, take them out the of thing, here. Take <laughs> the thing with Days Gone is that they have to make sure they give that game enough time before Last of Us Two. They it yep. can't be too close to that game. So you have to give that game time to breathe unless you're very just willing to put it out there to die. Which, as again, as long as that game has been in development, I think you want to get a return on investment. Like You don't want to put it out there to be devoured. So it's going to be interesting. This, this does a lot of things. A lot of machinations are going to be happening right now. Absolutely. And I will, I will tell you this, though. One thing that we're forgetting about is that Sea of Thieves could kind of breathe a little right now, if you think yep. about it. Because mm-hmm. the Red Dead was coming in their month on their neck. And as much as Sea of Thieves has been tremendous and the Twitch numbers and everything has been fantastic, that's a hard, you know, overtake. So now Sea of Thieves can have the whole march to itself. I think that's the that's the other effect of this that uh, people are not, are not seeing. But um, on that note, speaking of Sea of Thieves, <laughs> we're going to move on a little bit. We're thinking we have a little fun. With the uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, delay date, unless anybody else got more on it, we'll move on. All right. So uh, Lord Addict, he had moved on, but uh, his topic was actually was Sea of Thieves, and I wanted to bring that to the attention of of the Lords at the Roundtable, which was um, now that it's been out. And um, I believe he wanted to get into how important this title is for Microsoft and uh, where do we see the success going. So now that we tied that into the whole Red Dead and now it's having its month to itself, Let's talk about some Sea of Thieves. Uh, let's get Lord Sovereign because he, he's been in and out. It seems like he's in mostly now. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in now. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get. To, I didn't get to play the beta. I didn't. I, I downloaded it and I just didn't have time to jump in, so I didn't get to see anything. But from what I've seen people talking about and what I've seen in videos, um, I guess the one gripe that people have is that the world seems kind of empty. And that again, for beta, they just wanted to get you in there. I'm sure there's going to be a public beta before the game actually comes out, so they could test these servers and try to you know really break the game and see you know see how it holds up mm-hmm. but for me like the the emergent gameplay that's possible yeah. in this world is i mean it's it's very exciting to see what they can do with it it's a matter of them not dropping the ball with it and giving you giving you a lot of uh substance giving you a lot of different missions to go on, things that you can do by yourself. I think that's one gripe people have that it seems almost super difficult to be able to do anything on your own. Um, but I think like if they inhabit the world properly and it's always something to do, and again, the missions are like multi-tiered where you have to you know go get this, go do this, and it's and there's variety. I think they have a, I think they have a hit on their hand, absolute yeah. hit. Like I saw, I saw a video of guys like, mm-hmm. you know, you're on your ship and then you see another player in the distance and they sort of like, you know, they sort of like wave to each other like, hey, what's going on? But it's not, you don't know if it's a friendly wave or it's like, I, I know, <laughs> you don't you're know there, if it's love. You don't really know. <laughs> yeah, and like I've heard stories of guys like, you know, drawing people in towards their galleon. And then, like jumping into jumping into the water, swimming underneath, and then like you know, pearl, pearl harboring the other um the other galleon that's incoming, and like killing everybody, and then sinking the ship and stealing their their 
booty, like stuff like that is just awesome to me, man. Like, and if that pans out on on a, on a, you know on a on a on a moment to moment basis, that's gonna be fantastic. I'm excited yeah, for this game, and I'm not excited for multiplayer stuff ever. <laughs> Lord Ank, Lord Anka, what do you feel? Sea of Thieves and the importance for Microsoft. Sea of Thieves, like for, one is for Microsoft. It, it represents a lot of the stuff that, like, okay, we're finally getting a game we've been promised that people wrote off years ago. It's finally coming out, and people finally got to play it and see for themselves, like they weren't joking about that water. Oh, that, oh, that water? Ooh, oh my god oh, my lord oh, i can't like I, you you watch it and you're like oh yeah that looks, that looks good but it's entirely different when you see it for yourself in person oh my mm-hmm. god like it just people are getting legit sick or like like people not, get sick yeah the people who have like what is it uh when you're on a boat you know, you uh, see see, uh, yeah, you can see. Yeah. yeah, people are like, like they're getting legit sick. That, that's a testament to the the water physics and what's going on there. But continue, Lozo. Love me, love me. Sorry. It's just like it really was. It really is amazing. Like it, like that game, and you're totally right about the emergence gameplay. Like, okay, mm-hmm. and like playing by yourself, yeah, you're not getting the full experience because the game is built for other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. That's just that's just how it is. It's built to be played with other people. And Absolutely. that game, though, oh my god, it just—it mm-hmm. really is. Like you could do some crazy stuff. Like uh, I ended up, mm-hmm. I was—I'm trying to think of a good, a good little short story I can give you. Mm-hmm. We had an opportunity <laughs> where we were—we were playing. I was playing with Fame, Mike, and Sam. And we know Anchorman <laughs> stories are legendary. <laughs> 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 no, so we, we were playing, and we're we're on the four man ship, mm-hmm. and we're like we we were just trolling around, having a good time, ran into other players, and so we we were player killing, we were going at him, it, it was having a fun time, mm-hmm. and so we, we 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 were docking, like we were get, we didn't have any money, but we were docking for the night because it was mm-hmm. dark, we couldn't see anything, so mm-hmm. we we just kind of we pulled in for our ship, we had it by the uh, by the by the dock, and we're like, all right, we're just gonna kind of wait it out, get a little drunk, have a good time. And so one by one, we're getting assassinated in the night. And we're like, who is, what's going on? Who is this? <laughs> so we keep getting killed. Mm-hmm. And so we keep spawning back. And some guy had snuck onto our ship because we killed his crew the entire time. <laughs> and so he snuck onto our ship. And so they were, they were like, um, they were getting prepared on the beach to shoot at us during the day. But he was in there assassinating us at night. So we couldn't get prepared. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was crazy, that though. And then there was. Then there's another time where I was playing by myself. So I'm on my one little dinghy ship. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like, I'm just kind of rolling around. Like, okay, I'm going to gra- grab this chest. And so I, I, I found like a, a, a little area there uh, with a sunken ship. I go in there, go get it. And like, I was always scared because the shark scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> and so they, um, so we're, we're just kind of like, okay, we're going we're gonna to come back out. So I get on my ship. And so I start seeing this like, galleon in the distance. I'm like, uh huh. They following me, and then I saw. I'm like, oh no! So I start. I'm start trying to avoid them swerving back and forth, and I see a storm, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go for the storm. So I go into the storm. My compass is just whacked out, mm-hmm. and I can see them trying to follow me. And it's getting dark, and I'm like, oh no! I got. I gotta get out of here. So I keep. I keep going. Keep going. I blow out all the lanterns so they can't see. There's no light source coming from my ship anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm going in dark. And so then I dropped the anchor right next to a like a, a, a little um like a 
little outcropping of rocks so I couldn't uh-huh. be seen. I, I pulled up the mask so you couldn't see anything. Uh-huh. So I was just kind of, I waited it out. <laughs> I love <laughs> this. So, you make full cognito. I love it. So I'm like, okay, let's wait, let's wait. And they still kept coming. I'm like, oh, damn, this is going to be bad. This mm-hmm. is going to be bad. <laughs> so this is, and so they, they, so I leave the, I leave the chest on the top of the ship so they can see it. <laughs> oh, you are sad. And so, <laughs> and so I jump off, go into the water, and I'm like, all right, let's go. I see the ship come by. I see the ship come by. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And so they go in there, and so I gum, I come out. Mm-hmm. And I go onto their ship, and I see a powder, like a, a, a keg of gunpowder mm-hmm. in their hold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "This is gonna be dope." So I fire my fire my pistol at it, <laughs> blow it up, so their ship starts sinking. Oh! And so I jump back on my ship and drive away. And so they're trying, they're trying to like, get, they're trying to follow me. And yeah. so and like, when they're taking on water, and I look behind me, and I see it sinking slowly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just that went back out my chest and I was out. It just, that is you, amazing. That is stuff. That stuff you can only. It's like PUBG. Yeah. It is. It's unscripted. Unscripted. But you remember yep. it. You remember. You remember it. the intensity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a perfect analogy. And it's funny what you say. I love how you put the the treasure right on top so they can see to lure them. That's savage. That was, <laughs> Look, that's the booty is out on top of the shelf. <laughs> Come get the booty. See <laughs> it, thieves. Well, how important is you feel this thing is? Like, what, what, what's your whole impressions of it now? Well. I didn't play the beta, and mm-hmm. I haven't. Uh, I got it for free. Shout out to Aaron Greenberg. I uh, got the beta for free from him mm-hmm. uh, from uh, FanFest. Mm-hmm. And um, this changes my stance. Uh, Monster Hunter World changes my stance on beta. Uh, because had I played that game in beta, I would have never purchased it. Mm-hmm. So um, from now on, because before I was like, I'm not playing betas no more. Ah, no, I'm going to touch yeah, every you know, beta I get my finger on. Oh, it's over now. No, thank you, Monster Hunter World, for costing me money and showing me the light. Because I, I didn't want to see uh, Sea of Thieves in beta. Right. But after this, I was like, man, I should have saw it. Everybody mm-hmm. had such a great time with it. I thought, uh, again, Phil uh, put it in a position where it cannot lose at mm-hmm. all. No matter how you look at it, it's going to win. It can only boast the uh, game pass up. So as the anchor, <laughs> funny, right? Anchor. <laughs> anchor. <laughs> as the yeah, as the anchor for Game Pass, I believe that it's going to do very well. A multiplayer game that's going to keep people enthused for uh, long periods of time. Uh, in it, uh, the DLC will be launched in Game Pass for free. So you have like no worries in playing the game. You just want to get on and have fun. And Anchorman just explained to you that he had fun by himself mm-hmm. without a squad and took out a squad. So that within itself gives me the confidence to say that, you know, I'm going to play the game. I'm going to touch it because I got Game Pass. I'm going to play the game. I was going to buy the game regardless. So, but now after hearing how much fun everybody's been having, y'all said that y'all parked up for the night to drink because y'all didn't have money to drive. Like, that's (laughs) insane to me. So, yeah, and somebody decided that they wanted revenge on you and was killing y'all off one by one at night, and and y'all didn't know who was doing... Stuff like that gets me into games and shows you experiences where it it can be more than just uh, a linear path. So, yeah, no, I'm definitely about it. I want it so bad, so I'm I'm down for it. Absolutely. I'm in agreement with the Lord here. I mean, it's definitely one of those things that I think Anchor just nailed, just that persistence that anything that happened, it becomes your personal story. And it's just 
absolutely hilarious. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's one thing that really draws me to it. The other thing is I, I just I do want them to give solo players a little more things to do and more incentive to, just for the guys that want to play that way. We understand that it's made for the multiplayer. I, I get it. But um, one thing that I thought was interesting was um, the studio head, um, Craig Duncan, from Rare, he had um, jumped on Twitter recently. He was talking about how, like, he was noticing people saying how, like, there was, like, 100 players in the world. And he was saying that it's not correct. And apparently, see, these have dynamic matchmaking. So yeah. what happened is, like, you know, depending on the world and stuff like that, there's not enough players in the instance. They'll fill it. For new ones, if you end up being alone, they'll migrate you to another server, and it's all seamless. You know what I mean? So I thought that was really cool. You know what I mean? Power of the cloud. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, How come nobody's talking about this cloud? How come nobody's talking about the cloud? You don't want to give any more props. I want to clarify clarify that. You can play play, Fab Gaming, baby. (laughs) You can play Sea of Thieves by yourself. It's the same amount of gameplay across the board. Like, that's right. the only thing I, I get to like, people saying like, oh, there's nothing to do. It's like, no, nah, there's plenty to do. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it just, it is yeah. built to be played with other people. Yeah. And it's right, just, it's just more okay. difficult also because like, yeah. it, I mean, I think the whole like, pirate's well, life, that would, yeah, the pirate's life thing really holds true. Like if you're running around in that world solo, you have nobody to cover your back. Like, and there's a lot of shystiness going on as it should. I mean, a bunch of pirates, like, mm-hmm. so you, I mean, you're, if you're by yourself, you're running a huge risk of somebody just coming up behind you and stabbing you, ambushing you, whatever, like, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what? I, that could be very cool if you're willing to take that on. Like, if that's part of the world, if that's how the world operates, hey, so be it, you know? I like that aspect that you don't have to wait for your friends because, you know, I, I thought I was going to have a bad experience when I was playing uh, PUBG uh, by myself. And no, I actually had some of the funnest experiences by myself uh, because you don't take certain things for granted. Like, you know, like a lot of times you hear your boy come inside the house while you're inside the house. You're like, hmm. oh, yeah, that's my boy. Whatever. Now, yeah, your awareness that's is heightened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely can. You will punch somebody in the face. You land next to them. It's, it's like, so I can imagine being on a pirate ship. And that was ingenious. Putting the booty out there. To, Look at it. Come get it. It's available. And you go on a ship and you blow it up. And then you jump back on yours. Like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> me hardies like, like if only they had like proximity chat where you'd be like gotcha. they do mm-hmm. <laughs> oh they see do. there it is that's that's yeah, it that's for me that's for me because yeah, i can talk is. crap to you and monkey punch knows i talk so much crap when i'm playing games that's why i don't live stream mm-hmm. y'all, y'all not you're not getting the same king david no it's different man. you're getting you're getting very nasty king david you don't want that king david <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good to see, man. Get to see the success, and you know, we we realize how important this thing is to Microsoft, and it's probably one of the first, you know, first party um, games from Microsoft that I've seen people really excited about. That wasn't part of the Big Mac Claude Five. Yeah, like the whole This is really cool to see, and I, I hope this game has success. So we're gonna get to the final topic. Yeah, uh, my topic. Yay. <laughs> so it looks like uh, you know we, we came a little late. Actually, I believe the news dropped after ILP last week. That's why we weren't able to jump on it. But um, with the Microsoft acquisition rumors, 
So obviously that um we've been hearing, I believe it was Polygon that was the first to break it, and they heard the tea leaves that Microsoft was not only looking to acquire one, but three major acquisitions. One was a uh, PUBG, the second was Valve, and the third was EA. <laughs> so Lord to get our take on it. Lord King, I hear you chomping at the bit. Yay! So what do you feel about these rumors? And uh, you know, maybe Lord Phil dipping into the war chest possibly. What do you feel about all this? Well, um, I'm about my head and tip my hat to Phil Dominus because <laughs> <laughs> he's showing his true colors. Uh, me and Lord Cognito was talking about this earlier during the week. We try not to engage in conversations that's going to be topics for the show because mm-hmm. we lose a lot of our content in, in our bantering back and forth because we've been <laughs> going for a minute, right? So we, uh, we purposely stayed away from this conversation here. But what I did tell him that uh, Phil is on some old Highlander stuff. Like, there can only be one, right? So now he's saying, let me look at the chess piece. Now that he's controlling the, the purse strings, you know, he, he got the wallet. And he's looking out and saying, who can I acquire to take away this conversation that we don't have first-party games? Because if he purchases EA, he has Titanfall, he has uh, uh, all of EA sports games. And how can I control it as far as this goes and and do this? I could put all EA sports games and absorb EA access and put it in Game Pass and then sell those games, keep them multi-plat. But sell those games on other platforms to make up the share and money over that side. So we're getting money both ways, but all the content and everything drops first on our platform. Now, PUBG, uh, it, that that makes more sense mm-hmm. when it comes to it because they have invested with these guys. They have worked with these guys. These guys have a home here. And certain things that just happened on the Steam level of PUBG where they took away family share uh, mm-hmm. because of the cheating and stuff like that looks oh, like it's more in line with them. Yeah, they I'd did. Heard, I'd heard that, so yeah. Yeah, so it, it it's more in line with a Microsoft uh, chain of, of thought. So, of course, that can work there. But then you got to look at the Steam aspect of the PUBG that uh, brings it down to the Steam and Valve. Now, that is a, a wholly uh, owned company within itself. It's not a public traded company. And you have to go through Gabe, and Gabe is sitting on mountains of money. So what will make Gabe sell Steam to mm. Microsoft? But it goes back to that T-shirt that Phil Dominus was wearing <laughs> when he had that, you know, the, the Valve stuff and the steam stuff going on there so you really got to start looking at all these little dots all over the place and does it connect yeah i'm the conspiracy theorist maybe they do connect maybe they <laughs> don't connect maybe they <laughs> but, do maybe they don't we'll never know <laughs> we'll never know until they actually connect but what i've never been wrong on what nobody ever gives me credit for mm-hmm. is phil is on the move Mm. And all his moves that he has been making, and I've backed this guy 100% with conviction, he has been showing that my faith in him is warranted. Your faith in him is warranted. He took away the power aspect. He removed pieces off the board. He gave you a different narrative and gave you pride back in your system. Mm. Now the games. Mm. Everybody's talking about the Sea of Thieves. He found a way to get it to your pocket for free if you subscribe to Game Pass mm. while showing people that Game Pass is a viable option. Mm. Now, if he can acquire, my opinion is he acquires all three, the hardest one being Steam. Mm-hmm. If he acquires PUBG first, 
EA second, Steam last. What type of E3 are you looking at? That's Skynet, bro. That's, that's, that's Skynet. That's <laughs> Skynet now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, no there's really, in terms of the game narrative, there's really no point in buying Steam, in all mm-hmm. honesty. Buying Valve, like, it, it, like, yeah, you might get some IPs out of it. Yeah. Like, IPs people are mm-hmm. dying for. Like, just imagine if you had Gabe Newell himself come out of Xbox E3 and just have a big three mm-hmm. on the stage. Oh, yeah. What like, happens then? What like, happens? That, that would be huge, but. <laughs> Like it'll be one thing if, if they if they only if they only buy the studio aspect the studio which isn't doing jack, by the way. <laughs> so I mean, that, that's Don't the thing. Doesn't I'm that not... threaten you? Me? You, it threatens, yeah, it threatens you personally because you're Bethesda. You are the face of Bethesda. So <laughs> doesn't it threaten <laughs> you? No, he's a listen. Don't 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 listen. I don't care what anybody says. Please, don't. He knows he is. He's smiling on his keyboard right now. He's like, "Thanks, King." Because <laughs> we we had a stellar year. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So I'm just saying, like, no, their I, I, IP... I'm not sure what you mean by it threatens me. That's what I'm trying to figure well, out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, no, but um, you know, threatens Bethesda being you, the ruler of Bethesda. Um, <laughs> Bethesda land, you know. Um. Doesn't their IPs uh, didn't they have like direct competition? Like what was better, what was not? You know what I'm saying? So doesn't that like Microsoft getting that? Doesn't that put them at odds with Bethesda in the terms of IP versus IP? I don't think Me personally, I don't. I don't think it would really. I don't. I don't, I don't see what the issue is. I don't <laughs> see so it would have an issue. Yeah, that's just them doing them. You know, I don't like, think. I, that's, yeah, they I think Bethesda, the Bethesda relationship is still going to be strong because I can, I'll tell you right now, Bethesda's going to jump on that Game Pass. Mm, They'll do it. That's, that's <laughs> they're going to do it. That'll be mean. Uh, because, like, That'll literally, be... look at all all the games that have come out, all the single-player games everybody said they were going to support, mm-hmm. and nobody did. Mm-hmm. And, like, like the, the sales just weren't there for them. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Microsoft comes out and says, hey, let's, uh, let's do a little deal here. <laughs> Like that's it. That's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, they have a guaranteed network of sales. Like your hardcore people are gonna buy it. Still, clearly, your hardcores are gonna do it. Yeah. But still, like you're you have an opportunity here to make some good money. No, absolutely, like, absolutely. And like if, if they told you Wolfenstein Three was gonna be on Game Pass day and date. Oh. Oh my. Oh. Oh my. I think those are too big, but like the, there's single player games that aren't, that did not get picked up that well. Yeah. I mean, Hey, there's an opportunity there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord saw, what do you feel about the, uh, the whole Microsoft acquisition rumors? And then also your order of reality. What do you feel that possibly? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd like to uh, mention the omission that mm-hmm. was made by the rest of the lords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Play Fab Gaming that they acquired. Oh, in, my God. In, in, <laughs> yes, Nick Five, Play Fab. They're lords. burgeoning cloud-based 
<laughs> computing <laughs> efforts. Yeah, yes. got the boot on our neck today, boy. He yeah, he ain't gonna, gonna stop off that he ain't cloud. Gonna stop his cloud right now. He's not gonna stop. So yeah, they, they gonna, they, the premium cloud is in effect. And we will see it. We'll see it again and, and see if thieves had a crackdown three. No doubt. But um, yeah, with, with everything else, look, um, the EA e, buying EA would give them a quick way to immediately acquire IP that that may be at some point along in, in development that they can bring a game out faster. Mm -hmm. But um, so that would be a quick way to solve that first party problem. Right. Um, but they the problem with that is that EA has a lot of deals with Disney, Disney in particular. Let's just talk about Disney on its own. Mm -hmm. Disney would not be in line to just have their games on an Xbox platform if that were going to happen. They make too much money on the PlayStation platform. They're going to, you know, uh, same with Nintendo. They would not be happy with them being bought out and then it only living on a Microsoft platform. It wouldn't happen. Like, it just wouldn't happen. But would um, they, though? I mean, they, they, they're they doing it for PlayStation. Hmm. Well, are like, they doing it for PlayStation? I mean, okay, this, the thing with with the Spider Man is a Sony owned license still. No, I mean as much no, as they lost the license, dude. They they they've never had access to the Spider Man game license except mm -hmm. for the movie games. Mm. Right. Sony's never had control of those. Activision held the rights. Right. Okay, Activision so this lost is their the rights at the end of 2013. They that's why we had that really rushed Deadpool game, the, the Deadpool remaster. And Ultimate Alliance, they were, they were they have no plan of making a new Ultimate Alliance or Deadpool. They were just like so the Spider Man <laughs> license. The here. Spider Man license for movies doesn't cross over into games nope. at all. The Spider Man it's license for, not license. at all. It's just, just a film, film license. license. The mm -hmm. only the only time it will make an exception is if it's a part of the movie license, like Amazing Spider Man Two, the game that was tied to the movie. But even well, then, actors so still had control. <laughs> So if you if you take it that way, then then it's it's a willingness on a on Sony to spend the money to get the license to have it you know to have it on their console exclusively, and I think their position in the market helps the argument, right? Like Microsoft can't come out and say, "Hey man, I want this exclusively on Xbox." How many Xboxes do you have in the wild? Oh, thirty-five million. Mm -hmm. They're going to look at that and be like, ah, "I don't know." Like it, it's going to be a hard sell. So for Microsoft to swoop in and take EA, unless it's a play anywhere title. Mm -hmm. Mm. I don't think I don't know how PCs is in a while. Yeah, you can play it on PC as well. So I mean, to me, that was my issue with that. I, I don't see it happening, but it is a quick way to get some IP. Like mm -hmm. to me, the most interesting one was the Valve thing because for mm -hmm. me, Valve, if if you go with the narrative that they've been putting out there recently with you know this games as a service thing, everything mm -hmm. they're doing with Game Pass and and what we we assume is going to be the, their movements towards the future. Mm -hmm. It would make sense that, that that they take Valve and a yeah you get some IPs out of it that have been dormant for a while. I'm sure everybody would like to see another Portal. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure if they if they came out and said they were going to revive Half Life in some way, shape, or form, people would be excited for that. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, mm -hmm. if they would just you know when you talk about Valve, if you do take over Steam, mm -hmm. that is a whole to me that's more in line with what 
our our thinking was on their big picture stuff and and their games as a service and you know the Xbox app and having Xbox on on everything at some point in the future because mm-hmm. that that just gives you that just expands everything to you and to me like if they were to make that move I would say yeah you, you're gonna see Xbox on everything in the f- including PlayStation mm. at some point in the future including mm. PlayStation because that's too too big of a power move um, mm. so to me that was the most interesting move the PUBG thing. PUBG, you know, at this point, yes, it's it's doing phenomenally on Xbox. If they had purchased it before the success, I would, I, you know, I would have been more more in line with it. I mean, to keep it for them, sure. I mean, yeah, you could you could pay for it and keep it for yourself and not let Sony have access to it. Mm-hmm. I think if 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 the Valve purchase were to go down, then it makes sense to th- then purchase PUBG and then be like, okay, the PUBG, we're gonna give you this as a service, but you're gonna pay us for it. So. You know, whether if PUBG is on PlayStation, PlayStation's playing Microsoft for that. If PUBG happens to go to Nintendo, they're playing Microsoft for that. So mm. I think buying PUBG after a purchase of Valve would make more sense. Yeah, man, this, is, this is interesting. This is interesting. I mean, when obviously when the news broke, I was like, damn, didn't break when the Lords were, it was on the Lord's Day. I wanted to get at this so bad. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting, man. I mean, I think. I just have a funny take on all three. I think for PUBG, to me, that's the no-brainer. Obviously, you know, they have the relationship right now, you know, to lock that in, it down as an exclusive. We know exclusives are a problem for them, you know, as far as 2017 was concerned, 2018, they're trying to right the wrong. I think that would be a, a huge get. I mean, we, we've already seen the success of PUBG and what it can do, you know, and to have that as a Microsoft stable, especially if it fits with the Microsoft multiplayer ecosystem, right? So to me, that's the no-brainer that they that they should do. As far as the EA, you know, I think shout out to um Saltiest Podcast. I was on there. We were talking about this stuff before as well. Um, I think it's just one of those things that it kind of it may be a long shot, but I if it was if the rumor was to be true, I could kind of see that working too. Like I could kind of see a situation where it's like, okay, you know, somehow there's some type of uh marriage between the EA access and the Game Pass services. And either you tier them or you just kind of absorb EA access into it. And I don't see a situation where like Madden and you know those type titles are exclusive to um, Microsoft. But I kind of see it like a Minecraft deal where it's like, okay, you can be on Sony platforms and you know, whatever, but you know, obviously Microsoft is gonna benefit. But I could see down the road with future IPs, like those some future IPs being exclusive, you know, from a different studio, stuff like that, you know, kind of launching in Game Pass and that kind of uh kind of working. And also EA has always had you know, a great, I don't say a great, really, a good, a strong relationship with Microsoft. You know, when uh, the Xbox One debuted, they were on that stage. Obviously, when Peter Moore was the head of EA, we already know the relationship there between him and Xbox. You know, they've always kind of maintained friendliness, you know, kind of thing. So, again, out of the realm of possibility. Now, as far as the Valve, I found that one the, probably the hardest to believe. I'm not saying it's not possible, but me personally, I have my own selfish reasons. Shout out to Lord Sam because he said it in the chat. I just want to see PC guys in their feelings a little bit. <laughs> that would be so funny. And, uh, and this is just me completely starting console war foolishness. I'll be the first to admit it right now. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> but it would be funny to see Microsoft try to take control of that space and, or, or try to integrate it in some way. And just to see what the ramifications of that would be. I think it would be 
hilarious. <laughs> I think them just putting their logo on top of Steam, where it just says Microsoft Steam. Oh my god! Shout out to Relevant. You know, don't touch. Keep calling yeah. it Steam Windows. <laughs> yeah, listen. Don't don't touch any aspect. Don't change a thing. Just put at the top of the name Microsoft. Steam. Yeah, because because I, I heard the <laughs> that relationship is like wasn't really good at all. Like he was trying to make Steam almost Linux based. That's the yeah. Windows in the jump. So the fact that it was even mentioned, I'm like interesting. But do you, you know notice that Phil has a way of talking to people and calming down? Because remember the T-shirts. Don't dismiss these t-shirts as it's just tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, I'm telling you this. We put on our t-shirts when we did this video pod, right? Mm-hmm. So we knew by putting on the t-shirts, it was a visual representation of us, right? So you don't think that he's going on these stages and it's going to be shown all over the world to wear a t-shirt that has anything to do with Valve? Mm-hmm. Which t-shirt specifically? I'm trying to remember. Remember, it was a um. I know Anchorman. I know you remember the t-shirt. It was t-shirt. E3 it of was... 2016, but it was but the the supposed thing that it was associated with. Again, this is what they said was that you can look what your friends are playing on PC. Mm. Like, That's what they you can look said at someone's playing like World of Warcraft or like, mm. oh look, they're playing World of Warcraft right. or oh look, they're playing PUBG. That isn't mm. coming to Xbox yet. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. So, so yeah, he doesn't do things in a vacuum. He understands mm-hmm. that he's being watched at all times. So these T-shirts shouldn't be taken lightly. Limbo and stuff, things of that nature. Understand, mm-hmm. there's a rhyme and reason for everything. And mm-hmm. to be in a public space and to dis- put a, a display on mm-hmm. to show your allegiance in some form or fashion, isn't that an olive branch across the road to to Gabe? Doesn't Gabe look at that like, oh wow, that's crazy. That's nice. You got to see, man. All all I'm saying is it definitely looks, we don't know what's going to happen, but it definitely looks like Microsoft is attempting to to make some type of acquisition soon. So we'll see which of the three. This fire, baby. (laughs) Something happening. Or if any will be true besides uh, PlayFab for Lord Solve. (laughs) (laughs) The cloud happened. The cloud. It happened, baby. (laughs) It happened already. (laughs) <laughs> gonna wrap the show as long as uh, everybody's got their points on uh, Microsoft acquisitions. <laughs> so uh, yeah, new ILP poll this week, and we're gonna keep with that theme. With the recent speculation of Microsoft looking to acquire PUBG, EA, and Valve, which rumored acquisition would be best for Microsoft's vision? A. PUBG to secure a dominant exclusive. B. EA to integrate into Game Pass and more exclusives as well. C, Valve to merge into the PC space. Or D, all of them, Skynet takeover. Yay! <laughs> that is the question. Those are the choices. Please rock the vote. Hit the ILP Twitter poll hard when they go up. Thank you, Lord Anchorman, for coming in in our darkest hour. Saving the day. Lord Attic had to leave. It came through. <laughs> So much appreciate where can I find people find we didn't see any multiverse. What's going on? Talk to us. No, no, no. Microsoft, I, I Microsoft hit me with that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's old one. Microsoft oh, uh, really hit me with the <laughs> the bad update there. Like uh, it was the most inconveniently timed thing. It lasted three hours. Damn. Oh, I couldn't believe God. it took that long. That sucks. That sucks. I hate you, bro. All right, so the multiverse will be back in yep. effect. All right. Um it will be back. Tomorrow at 8 p.m., we got Rick Lagnisi from uh, Warhorse Studios uh, mm-hmm. to promote 
Uh, the new Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. Okay. So no we'll be doubt. on. No doubt. We appreciate that, man. Also, some uh, d- dual host duty possibly next week for Lord Cognito. Yeah, yeah. We got to whip these people into shape. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be able to control, you gonna be able to control the, the Illuminati lords over here? Hell no. <laughs> We're going to rip shot all over you. <laughs> no, no, appreciate you, Hanky, for coming through, man. Helping us out, as always. Lord Sovereign, now that we've got him back into the same universe with us. He <laughs> was universe hopping. Yeah, man. He was, the, he was in the other Marvel Cinematic Universe. He kept, <laughs> kept freaking. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Where can the five people find you? Oh uh, yeah, first so, yeah, sorry about the technical difficulties. I have no idea what's going on. So now it's gonna be my afternoon now to figure out what the heck is going on with my computer <laughs> and my internet. <laughs> but um, apart from that, yeah, the good people could find me on um Twitter, Lord Sov ILP, and on PSN and Xbox Live at BX Sovereign. No doubt, no doubt. And of course, the excess gamer himself, Illuminati Lord. You about, you about to get that title. Yes, yes, yes. I'll, you know what? I'll take it because I am a conspiracy theorist's heart <laughs> through and through. Uh, but y'all can catch me on PUBG right after this podcast. That's exactly what you can catch. And if y'all on, you know, I'll definitely play. Remember, it's King David OTW on Xbox Live. Um, I'm going to definitely be playing that. Also, I'm going to run out and purchase these tickets for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. get these shows locked down uh, because it's about to be crazy. I have family flying in next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's just going to be a, a very enjoyable uh, occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it as a squad, uh, see stuff, and uh, have a good time because I've been anticipating this movie for a Absolutely. long time. That's you know, and it seems like they did it right. So. Which reminds me, I got, a, I got an article coming up about Black Panther uh, later this week. Nice. So, nice. Can't wait to check that out. Yeah, and of course, it's Lord Cognino here, and the gaming realness was spread today. Thanks for everyone for coming out. The chat was fantastic, and I appreciate you guys waiting for us while we paid the bills <laughs> with PAX East, so to speak. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, thanks for hitting the like, and uh, make sure you subscribe to the ILP and all and all the uh, Inner Circle Network media outlets, including YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. Links in the description. All of the support really helps. Lord Cognito himself will not be here next Sunday. I have to attend some funeral, have a some some family stuff to take care of. Not looking forward to, but um, I, I know the lords are gonna hold me down, and uh, you never know. I might get a surprise Lord Cognito popping if everything works out in UK data <laughs> data rates work with my phone. <laughs> Afternoon, chaps. Yeah, you know, you might, <laughs> no, you might be out there with James. He might pop in with James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. You know what? I'm going sh- to highlight all my UK lords, man. The premium Brit. I'm going to highlight y'all because I definitely can't make the trip all doom and gloom. I'm going to definitely need to hit up the pubs, you know, so you know some cool spots and maybe some, what else? Uh, what's very English? Uh, ch- fish and chips. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so some ale at the pub. Let me know because I'm oh, definitely going to Def, Def Stringer's from um, UK. Oh, Def Stringer's from UK. Definitely. Hit me in the DMs, bro. I'm dead serious. Uh, any any fans of the lords and, um, you know, if you guys are out there, I would definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna get ripped upon. Let's go. Man, I got look. I need has British roots too, man. So it's, it's not making fun of myself. So don't even worry about it. But um, yeah, man. So make sure you uh show some yeah, love to the Lord. They are blue blood. <laughs> that was bad, bougie. 
slip his tea and crumpets here, blue blood. <laughs> Everyone for sure support. Enjoy your Sunday. It's the Super Bowl. Get your boxes done. Everybody get ready. Oh, that reminds me. Wow. God, I gotta do that. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, oh, man, I got to get this money in. And on that note, we out of here. Peace.